I want three more minutes in red. Give it all you got. Oh, I just really want to lose three pounds. This is new, new pairs, y'all. And it's Raffi. And this is Wait, Wait don't, don't Do, do it. it. The show where we tell you to. Wait, let's talk about fitness. How is everyone doing today? How are you doing? I, I'm, I'm good. You know, a little, a little bloated today. Why? You uh, look amazing. You look stunning. I thought I was going to say that. Oh, lies, lies. But, you know, thank you. Confidence is 99% self-delusion. I think your legs are amazing. They they are. They really are. Stunning. And you my eyebrows. Like, um, like Naomi Shambles, girl. Naomi Shambles, Ashley Knees. Um, <laughs> did you guys watch the audio uh, version of this podcast? Did you watch the YouTube video? Are you coming from there? Um, today we're talking about fitness. Um, or... Alternative, I am talking about my, you know, relationship with fitness and just <laughs> what my secrets. What? I'm running away from my cycle class? Because <laughs> um, it's 2019 and it's hard to work out, y'all. <laughs> summer's upon us. Um, and summer's going to get everybody. Well, we talk, get. we talk about fitness. We talk about fitness a lot. And I, tr- oh, I really do advocate you coming to my cycle class. And... Um, why? Why don't you like going to the gym, Nunu? Okay. What's your What's your relationship? Y'all re- y'all I already told you what your relationship is. But you told me. <laughs> y'all ready? Okay. See, I'm a, I'm a big girl. Uh-huh. I got some curves, some junk, some swerves. Girl, okay. I would use that word. You know, thickums. Uh huh. So I don't like to be out there doing stuff that's gonna make me huff and puff. I don't like to be sweating. Like you be out there. I mean, Rafi is a great cycle instructor. The Stunning. music is great. Everything's great. But them motherfuckers in there. <laughs> you came to really, one class. Yeah, one class. That was it. They really be in there just like riding hard for 45 minutes. No breaks. It's hot. I, I'm fucking. But they're in there with the experience. That's what one thing I tell people is get out of your head. Join me in this room because um, it is. I take you through a journey. I take you through like uh, a good. Uh, Turn off your phone. Every time. Every time, Me. girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, I try to like tap into something because we can do something. We are a, a lot of energy, and um, I feel such a rush. When I was taking classes, the reason why I started teaching was because I felt that rush in a class. I, I remember walking in, and I was in high school at the time, and after like an awkward moment in school that like traumatized me a little bit further, um, I would go to a cycle class and let all that frustration out, and I started channeling that performer that I've always wanted to be. Um, um, that's not how it worked for me and the rest of us out there, right, America? <laughs> you know, I'm a hardworking American. After a long day of work, you think I want to go to the gym? You think I want to sweat, do extra shit? But you don't think I'm the same way, though? Um, you, know, you don't know what it's like because, you know, now that you're not a curvy girl, now that you're a skinny girl. I used to, if you go to the, did you watch the YouTube video, Nunu? I used to be a curvy I, girl. I, I was in the YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> but did you, like, I was a curvy girl and I feel you. I, even to this day, like, I, t- I tell my, uh, my friend Kevin, who's my f- coworker, hi baby. Um, I tell him that like I, my threshold for working out sometimes is forty five minutes. Like I, like I, an hour is like once that forty five minute mark hits, I just start doing arms. Forty five <laughs> minutes. You know what? I can order McDonald's or Uber Eats. It'd be delivered to eat it within that forty five minutes. Oh, y'all get me on it? Like, <laughs> no, girl. no, no, don't, don't. Know. Okay, what are you, are you doing? A debate right here of like why we should work out. <laughs> I'm like really. I'm just kidding. You know, we are overweight. You know, America. It's 2019, and we are. Overweight. If you saw, okay, if you saw more people like you in these fitness 
um, promos. Like, um, Evita had, like, if you were asked to be an Evita promo, obviously you would do it because it's a gig. But, <laughs> <laughs> but would seeing people, like, with diverse body types get you into the door? Yeah, I really think um, my struggle with it is that, you know, I'll never have the body type I, I want. I grew up I on the- about that. Anyway, I <laughs> I, uh, I grew up watching, you know, American Top Models and reading all this Vogue and, you know, Hopper's Bazaar. And then all the male models in there don't look like me. Mm-hmm. I like that European, tall, skinny, crazy look mm-hmm. that makes you can wear any clothes. And, yeah, I don't. I don't feel like I can I can do that. I'm like the biggest size in all H and M Forever Twenty One era outfitters mm-hmm. already. So it feels like what's the point if I'm never gonna be, you know, the the pretty girl I want to be. But I don't I don't think that, I think that again I think your thoughts about that are only based off what you see and what you've been told about your body and not like I, like again I think that what I'm I think what I get a lot from my from my experience at at my mm-hmm. workplace is that people come to my class, people come to me as a trainer because they don't feel that pressure. For a lot of us, it's just hard to start that journey because, you know, we you, you know it's, we can't just jump into the gym and a week later we, we see results, right? I know, I know, I know, and this is bad. I, I definitely acknowledge some of those uh, untruths that I believe about fitness. Um, but I think it comes from just, you know, like you said, what you've been told about your body. When in my family, on my mom's side, everyone's really skinny, mm-hmm. um, except for me, <laughs> when, when I was growing up. So, you know, even though I wasn't, uh, you know, a fat kid, I was made to feel like I was the biggest. Mm-hmm. So I used to feel like super insecure about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when I was super, super skinny. I saw a I, picture of you. You were full trade. And I, <laughs> I, was still, I thought I was still like, so big. I could have sworn you were playing a sport or something. I know. I, know. I had that back in the day. Am I right? Oh, she's blushing. Oh, <laughs> I have putting blush on. Um, I remember it wasn't until college, like, or towards when I was 21 that I started valuing water. I, <laughs> my family, I was going to the restaurants and I always order like soda or sweet tea or something, you know, mm-hmm. from the South. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even know water was like free and people got water for like restaurant drinks until like college. So I was just like, well, how do you put anyone drink water? That's weird. Oh, I've always been a water drinker. I've always, and actually like once I started drinking like a gallon a day, that really kickstarted my weight loss too back in the day uh, because it curved my appetite. Um, it doesn't do it so much now because I'm working out all the time. But um, early on, it definitely did curb my appetite. Well, now yeah, I love it. I always go through a I'm bottle glad. of water, but like. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just it's just really about undoing that cycle of unhealthy habits that mm-hmm. I do think. Do you think there's a lot of that that persists in minority communities? Um, what do you mean? Like, for example, because of institutions like slavery and the kind of food scraps they were slaves were mm-hmm. given, that's a reason why we see in some cultures that we do eat like every part of a pig or a cow. Yes, or all, uh, yeah, or all yeah, these things I, I, yes, that are yeah. unhealthy for us. Yes, but also, uh, girl, just so, like to be one hundred percent real, we should be I eating think, those meats. Though, let's be real. But the America, in general, I think is overweight. Um, is it like? Do I see it as much up here in DC with like upper upper the upper class uh, communities? Are they as overweight? No, but back in North Carolina, girl, you you see those, you see white people and all the things they eat back down there too. And so I think it is just a classist kind of thing. I think more, I don't see as many overweight people in general because to go to the gym I work at, you have to have money. Also, walking around D.C., you, you, people walking, I, I really don't see any overweight people as much 
in my experience. I want to, like, again, to me, for someone to, like, move into, especially this is a really transient city, to for people that to live in, like, places like New York and L.A. and, like, D.C. is transient. People move, come here, come come there, I think. Um, they tend to be uh, more fit people. I think some people that are overweight kind of never try to explore. Um, I can 100% attest that if I never had lost weight, I would have never felt that willingness to explore. That's why I lost my weight my senior year, so I can move somewhere and be appreciated for my body and for myself. Does that make sense? No, yeah, it, it makes sense. And again, I live in, um, in an area where it is very, like, vegan everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of different uh, homemade or, mm-hmm. more, you know, it's less processed. There's not a lot of chain yeah. restaurants or yeah. anything near. Um, and that makes a difference, too. Yeah, 100%. So I think that... Um, but there's so many places in the south or even the urban areas, you know, they call it an urban wasteland or desert. Yeah. They don't McDonald's, have those access to um, fresh, yeah. organic uh, food. So um, we all know this. It's no secret. But, you know, when at what point in society were you going to make, you know, a salad a dollar versus a large fry? Yeah. And I also think it's how we cater our children. I think that I don't know how it is in. Um, but, you know, recently, you know, at a local high school near me, a 17-year-old, you know, died of a heart attack. And, at, and of course, there are genetics at play, and I'm not going to downplay that. But it, I do think in that specific case, it was due to kind of what we're feeding our kids. Mm-hmm. And Well, think about what, what, what kid food is like. What do, what do your parents – because in, in Latin community, junk food is reserved for kids. Like, that's what we, that's what, like, my mom will sometimes, my parents will sometimes buy, like, more junk food when my mom, my sister comes down to see us because it's like, oh, Isaiah's coming. After Isaiah, more, more, more. Um, so we wanna, we wanna, like, we wanna buy him, like, junk food so he can eat and have, like, splurge. He's skinny as all can be, yes. but, but we, do you see what I'm saying? Like, we right. feed our kids this. But, trash. yeah, I, I wanna echo that because, again, I work in the high school and everything, even working in the middle school area. Um, a lot of my kids do not eat in the cafeteria. They'll just honestly go to the vending machines at lunch mm-hmm. and just eat there. Like they yeah. eat and survive just on specifically That's junk what I did food back in my snacks. Yeah. Uh, which is so weird. I yeah. but you know, even in my experience, of course I went to early college and I had different, you know, kind of food options, mm-hmm. but um, after a while, I would just go on campus eat at the at the student union, but it would still be Pizza Hut and yeah. fried foods and terrible ness. <laughs> but think about what PE is in our high schools. It's a joke. It's an utter joke. It's not even a requirement. It's it North is. Carolina. In North Carolina, for the first year, I never had to take gym again after ninth grade. Period. You just have to have one credit of it. Even I mean, that's everywhere. Yeah, but that's now. not. But again, that's not what pe- I always tell my personal trainer. As long as you take personal fitness and health issues, which is something you can do in one year, you don't have to do everything. Yeah, but unless you that's want to, nothing. That is absolutely. Nothing. You think it should be required? It should be required because this. We do not know how to use our bodies. We know nothing about our bodies. Body mm-hmm. awareness is so so rare in um, I, I notice in populate in, in the population that I work in because um, there's people that. Don't know how to squat. They, what gym? What I always tell, I always pitch my my training sessions as this is what personal. This is what a PE should have been in high school, where you learn about push pull, where you learn about how to activate glutes, how, where you learn that the point of a push up is to activate your chest, not to feel it in your arms. Or oh, really? Uh, why do you think there's so many people out there that uh, that are like? Well, there's so many women, especially. They're like, I don't want. I don't lift weights because I want it to get too big. And I there, uh... there's so many women that are under muscle developed. Uh, because they don't lift weights. They're scared of the muscle, which is something that is sustainable for life. 
And right. they don't understand how they can affect that later in years. Um, when you're 80, uh, and you, if you don't exercise, you really have more likely to not to not be able to use your legs later in life and use a walker. So this is why I advocate for fitness. Um, what, what was your fitness experience like in high school? Um, it was messy at first, girl. I was just walking on the treadmill, and but then I like. I don't know what really got me into fitness, uh, but actually, cycle is what got me into it. Like going to a class, and then it, it, and then ultimately, what I appreciate about my fitness experience is that it's gotten me to come out of my comfort zone and perform, and to be on in front of a crowd and to own a room. It's definitely taught me stage presence, and that's why uh, some people, when they pay for my training sessions, they say I come, I come to you because I people move out of the way when you're when you are training. And they wouldn't walk away with me because I feel like I'm more comfortable in the gym. I've been there my entire life, and there's uh, and novices who don't know really how to exp- how to navigate a gym, how to like, access what muscle, what machines work, what muscles. I think that is what ultimately stops them from getting those results because there's no knowledge. I there. I agree. I I want to confess, if you will. Oh my god. Um, I definitely um and. I don't. I don't know if you all out there may agree or you know understand where I'm coming from, but I definitely harbor certain like negative, just opinions of fitness. I yeah, do think there. I. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think I don't take it as seriously. I think I'm thinking of it as a game. So my fitness experience, we had to take one fitness at the college level, mm-hmm. and me and my Gemini sister, Handy, hey girl. Ah. Uh, we were in fitness together and literally like we were really cool to teach her so mm-hmm. like we would just show up sign our names on and then after like 10 minutes we could just leave so I just oh said God. and it was kind of like a game like oh let's do this today it was fun and then as I got older like I did find you know some fitness experience fun like volleyball I love mm-hmm. saying volleyball yeah. it was super fun but then there was like a, a summer where me and my girl Kayla would uh, you know go to the gym hey girl and it was fun, but I was only went to the gym because I had someone there. I needed someone there to like talk to because like you go to the gym, you see the machines, you're like, oh, what's this? I'll do this for like ten seconds. You know, you just yeah. make a random fucking number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you go, you're like, oh yeah, I did like all this today, or you like do a sit down bike, and you're like, oh my gosh, I did so many miles sitting down mm-hmm. and not really biking. Mm-hmm. And you know, you, I, I don't know, I, I never really did anything specific. I just did things that made me feel tired. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> things that like, oh, this hurts. You know. Then I'm doing it. I'm doing it right. And so I, don't, I think I do it not as seriously, but. To that point, I do think there's a, a stereotype or implication around fitness and fitness trainers that maybe it is a a non-academic feel. It's like, yeah. not, not, you know, it's really vain. It's not really for smart people or, you know, yeah. these, these, oh, kind, of, these yeah. kind of stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that also contributes to why, personally, me, and I know that's an opinion that I have to unwork, uh, why I don't do as much fitness because yeah. I'm like, it's not for, you know. It's lower. It's just body, whatever. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I was about to <laughs> yeah, read you. Back, I was about back. to read you because I was. I like, admit it. I just um, want to. Usually, when people don't know anything about something, they hate it because out of ignorance. So I'm gonna accept that <laughs> um, because you have to accept that. Like, I, there's so many things I can talk to you about, like how to activate your muscles, how to really get what you want out of your workouts that you don't know. And I think if I you would let me introduce you slowly into showing to fitness, you would start realizing how. You're not a me or like a universal you. You. Oh, me specifically. You, okay. Pointing, okay. Uh, for our listeners, I'm pointing at her uh, <laughs> because I I've seen my clients go from people that hate the gym to looking forward to my cycle class, looking forward to our sessions. Um, and it's so possible to really appreciate. You just have to first appreciate yourself in the space and to 
find what let you like you we went i took him to 305 fitness which is a amazing dance party. yes please if anyone's in the new york or dc or the la too yes area please check out 305 fitness it is such an engaging and interactive experience it's one of the uh, few and only experiences that besides I, my I, cycle class don't try it that i enjoyed <laughs> uh, um, but rapid cycle classes are actually amazing it's just not for me mm-hmm. because i have to be uh, mentally, quote unquote, engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, because if I am aware that I am working out, then I do not want to do it, and I want to leave immediately. Mm-hmm. So I have to be like distracted, like because I hate because working out is like dumb. <laughs> See, okay, we're going back to you calling it, it dumb, but it's not dumb. It's not dumb. I know it's not dumb, but it's just like ugh, I worked all day. Why would I want to be sweaty? Why would I want to do like more work? I know it's for my body, and that's like stupid because like this is what gives us. Yeah, we do so much with our body, yes. but. Ugh, I don't know why we are so comfortable as a society just being like, whatever, it's the body. Why don't we care? Ultimately, what we live in this insecure country that is all image based. Right. And that we and we're told that our bodies are supposed to get can get us somewhere, but we don't even know how they work. There I promise you, Boo, if you walked into into the gym, you would notice there's so many people that have naturally athletic bodies that did all these sports but never Really worked out, so they stay the same weight their entire life. They 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 have this muscle, boo, 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 but they never see the gains they want. But even in their heads, they want to get bigger. There's this perception that I, I remember training with somebody, especially for men. I don't they like like being skinny is like the like, yes. negative thing for yeah. straight men. Well, I no, g- girl, don't try it. I um, I wish I was skinny. I think as a big girl, I was like I would love to be yeah, a skinny me too. girl. So I never understood why these men would be like, "I'm so skinny, I need to boat." Look how skinny. And I hear my kids, like male kids, joke about it. Like, look how skinny your legs are. Look what can you bench? Blah blah blah. But also, like, um, there's a like I had there was a guy, there was a guy I trained who I thought was very athletic had a, had a good amount of muscle on him. But again, it seemed like a natural progression of muscle. It never seemed like he did anything extra to get that muscle. And once like, we started working out together, I realized he didn't really know how to activate any of his muscles. But he kept saying, I want to get bigger. And I said, why do you want to get bigger? He's like, I don't really know. I just want to get bigger. And I was like, do you question anything you do in life? And you and Yeah, uh, but that's how, we, that's how a lot of us are when we go to the gym. Like if someone had a trainer and they were like, what do you want to do? Like, I really, really want to just get rid of this, but I don't want to be more muscly because I think muscles are... For me, it's not my aesthetic I want. I don't want to be a muscle queen. Okay, but you don't. But I, so, I, so I don't want it. But so I, but I just want to, this gone. But you... Oh. And, and I know, no, I'm saying, we, that's why we have this conversation. I understand that uh, this is something that you encounter a lot and, and as an average American yeah. out here. <laughs> uh, it's something that we have to un- unlearn because, like you taught me, uh, obviously you can't just get her one, rid of one thing without gaining something else yeah. and doing other things. Something, you know, your body grows as a whole. It's not isolated. And they're yes, disconnected. yes, that's what I was about to tell you anyways. Uh, <laughs> so I, 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 I am listening and I'm taking it in and it's something that we really have to just, you know, do. It's something you have to do. This is definitely a conversation I want, I want to extend to our listeners because what do, like, where are y'all's relationship with the gym? What, what do you feel in the gym? And then I can highlight in the beginning of the next episode because I think... I just really a I want you to understand you're not alone in these opinions. I do think that a lot of people share these things because again I work at a gym. I do get some. I haven't really gotten as much disrespect in my intelligence as far as my clientele, um, but um, there are people that really talk to some of the other trainers in a really like like dumb way, and then they internalize it and they bring it back and talk about it and all that stuff. But there, I really want to advocate for trainers and be like. We do provide a knowledge in your body, and your body um, 
comfort level. I, I notice that trainers do have are more comfortable just moving in, in our day-to-day. More body awareness ends up being uh, very, very good for your confidence, for your stance, uh, for your when you're standing there and not uh, diminishing yourself. All those things are contributing when you are more active and when you are more... Um, um, I, yeah, more active and in, in, in working out daily. I do think that there's a sense of pride when you work out and you take care of yourself. The people that don't work out generally don't. You can tell who works out, um, I mean, does the bare minimum, and they and how they walk. Does that make sense? Yeah. They all, it's, uh, it's all about body language. But on an additional layer of fitness mm-hmm. is the gym culture. The mm-hmm. gym culture, I think, is so important. I want to say... That as a a thicker black uh, person of queerness, <laughs> whatever yeah. I'm trying to say, yeah. going to a some of the luxury gyms in DC, uh-huh. I do not feel welcome. I do not feel like I belong. I feel like it is a bunch of skinny bitches. <laughs> uh, Fuck them skinny bitches. bitches. <laughs> okay, I feel like it's a bunch of skinny bitches who you know, like, you know, fucking hiking and eating lettuce and shit and, you know, you know, know what protein is and do that shit and, uh. you know, it feels like they're like, I don't know, it, it feels like you want to lose weight but it doesn't feel like going to a gym is accepting of a big person because they're like, either they make fun of them or they're like, oh, look at them, they're trying, you know. Going back to, um, if, would you go to, would you go to my workplace and, and feel more welcomed if you saw people in, like you in the commercials and stuff like that? Yeah, I, I think it would be easier to go do fitness if, again, we as a society, as a culture, just, you know, accepted that fitness is something, a part of our life that mm-hmm. is part of wellness. And that's why, I mean, just like everyone should be going to therapy, everyone should be going to the gym and doing yeah. something physical because um, it's all part of your body and wellness. And But it, it, just, it just seems like sometimes the gym is for... For certain people, like when I think of people to go to the gym, I'm annoyed. I'll be real with you. Anyone that tells me, "Oh, I can't do it," I have to go to the gym. I'm annoyed. I do not think the gym is a priority. Yes, I don't. I don't consider the gym, you know, something more important than studying, hanging out with friends, living life, whatever. So that does annoy me, and I'm like, "Ugh, it's a gym." Anyways, um, not to catch up, to catch up. Uh, <laughs> uh, who's, who, who agrees with me out there? No, I, first of all, I want uh, the fitness industry to take accountability for why people like Nunu think the way things are the way they are. Because um, no, you're right. Because if anyone said, "Oh no, I can't do it because I have therapy," I would have been like, "Oh yeah, you're right. Go do that." Yeah, um, I personally, I know that. Like I said. I'm aware that my clientele and my people that come to my classes come to my class because of the approachability I have. I don't, I'm not. I'm non-threatening in the sense that I, I don't. I don't perpetuate any of the of the standards, gym, the normal gym standards. Um, however, I'm not. It doesn't. It's not. It doesn't go over my head that I might not be asked to do as much of the promo at, at my gym or why I haven't been able to. I kind of moved to different kind of arenas in my fitness in my fitness career. When I first moved here, I did audition for SoulCycle and Flywheel, and I believe that I had the um, charisma, uniqueness, and talent. Absolutely, boo! Uh, if anyone's ever, like I said, if you're, if you're a listener that's ever come to my classes, you know the passion I put in, the intelligence I put into my class, the how I try to get people to activate their core. And I've been to certain classes like Flywheel and SoulCycle, and they don't talk about these things. It's very superficial. It's very just um, a nonsensical. Uh, workout with, with any it's not a learning experience people say it's a therapy but 
um, they're telling it to a clientele that's already been uplifted through media and everything. So it's very easy to. If they were just to finally uh, start opening the doors for different kind of beauties and really show that all souls matter, um, they would extend the invitation to to bigger thickum girls um, and, and advocate for them. But I don't see that as much. Uh, and I remember back in North Carolina, I had, I had, I worked with, uh, my plus size girls, uh, shout out to my girl B just killing it, uh, being thickums and killing these cardio classes, like better than anyone could having the athleticism that anyone could. And, um, she was the perfect, uh, image of anyone can be fit. You don't have to be ashamed of your body. Uh, uh, people that are plus size have storylines that are always negative, pessimistic, something bad happens to them, and it's never uplifting. And that's why I try to. Um, that's why I. That, that's why I feel like I am a pioneer in my own in my own career, just because I am the first to accomplish a lot of things. I work in upper. I work in an arena that's upper class, uh, coming from a lower income background of color, and seeing the world completely differently than a lot of the people that I surround myself with uh, through work. So. Um, I do want to extend that conversation to the listeners and uh, have you had any experiences at gyms that make you feel like your body cannot is, is not a, a, a desired presence in a gym yeah because again it, it, it's a it's a mindset yeah. that we have to adopt fitness as well and this fitness is how we're going to sustain ourselves we yeah. only have a short time um, on this on this earth and we really have to do the most with it, with our body. So I pledge here on what you don't do it oh live. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. To do Meatless Mondays like our Queen Beyonce suggests. Okay. You know, doing that vegan life. Because, honestly, the planet is dying. Y'all out here eating all these hamburgers, eating beef, leaving more of a carbon footprint than some of these cars out here. We have to not eat as much meat, not eat as much dairy. And we have to... Ah, Work it out. I'm back to going vegan on weeks. I'm not eating meat during the week again. Cause just because I know I notice a difference in my body, and I noticed that um, I it just I'm not gonna. It's like the secret devil that no one knows and no one wants to talk about. But I'm not gonna like add fuel to that fire. Hell no. Um, and and I want to live as long as I can too. Right. So. And this alternate option. Something I did this year was get an air fryer. Yes. Which, air fryers, y'all. Yeah, I know. I'm telling everyone about it um, <laughs> because. I'm a fast food girl. I love fries. I love chicken nuggets, girl. So getting an air fryer has been so amazing because you can just put broccoli, corn, uh, mushrooms, fries, hot dog, you know, anything, steak, chicken, beans, mm-hmm. greens, potatoes, yeah, anything. <laughs> <laughs> you name it, you can put in there, girl. Yeah, and it saves you no, like little to no grease. And yeah, and like even things I didn't used to eat before, like uh, bacon and sausage. I didn't use to pork because I thought yeah. it was bad. But eating it these, is. it is so bad. It is definitely bad. But using the air frying, like seeing all the grease just pour out and not use any real grease in it makes yeah. it, and it tastes delicious, makes it so, so good. So, um, what do you want to do with your fitness goals? Let us know as we wrap up our health and body episode of Weight Don't Do It. This is a whole it. saga. Again, I if know. you listen to this before you list, uh, watch the video, go watch the video first to kind of understand the whole <laughs> message. <laughs> go watch uh, the video so Ravi can show you his face, okay? Because <laughs> it's cute. Y'all know it's cute. <laughs> Y'all know it's cute. I just know that you can be the body uh, you want to be. It's all up to you. It's in mm-hmm. your hands. 
Um, so my name is Nunu Parish, y'all. And I'm Rafi. And this is Wait, Wait Don't, Don't Do, Do it. it. Love you guys. Adios. Bye. Hey y'all, it's your girl Nunu Paris here once again to say thank you so much for listening and subscribing and rating our podcast. Thank you all for following at Wait Don't Do It Podcast on iTunes and just showing all the love and feedback. Me and Rafi really appreciate all the messages. So I hope you'll check out Rafi's new YouTube video with me interviewing him about health and his weight loss journey, which is absolutely amazing and so inspiring. So that video is now available on YouTube, but I hope you check it out and I hope you keep listening to Wait Don't Do It. See you next time.